This is Required Watching, where we watch the essential films from lists of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens about learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. I'm your host, Trey Epps, and today, today we're talking about a detective investigating a man's death in the mountains who meets the dead man's mysterious wife over the course of investigation. This film is directed by Park Chun-wook, and it stars Park ha Hai Il and uh, Tang Wei. I'm so sorry. I'm likely butchering all of these names, so I sincerely apologize. But this is Decisions to Leave. One of the things I love about this film, which is about voyeurism, surveillance, watching, is the way that you use everyday technology in the detective story. Cell phones, surveillance video, smartwatches. And it's very natural to how we all use self-smartphones and the way that we leave little traces of ourselves in the digital ether. But I also love the way you visualize the text messages in so many different ways on screen. You give us a cell phone POV shot a couple of times. So I just wanted to know how you sort of thought about visualizing the technology that is so integral to our lives, but you know, how do you put that on screen? How do you make it cinematic? Modern technology. So actually, smartphone and all these devices was the last thing I wanted to deal with. So when I came up with the first treatment, and having seen, looking at this whole bunch of text messages, I was like, oh no, this is going to be a problem. <laughs> so I was imagining, because this is should be a classical, elegant romance movie. I was imagining writing with a fountain pen in a very beautiful, elegant handwriting on a beautiful piece of paper. But this is something like a teenager's exchanging a whole bunch of texts. So I even thought maybe I should change the period to 40s or 50s of Hollywood's so-called conventional noir period. However, as it, as important as it is to sort of convey this classical elegance to the movie, I thought it was also important to portray this realism of this contemporary period. So I thought this is a very important element for the film. All right, so we're back on the back on the Oscar nominated or Oscar contenders of 2022. 2022? How do they name it? Do they name the Oscars based on the previous year or the year that they're in? Anyways, the Oscars for this year. And Decision to Leave has been certainly most talked, one of the most talked about foreign films I've seen pop up in quite some time. So I was super excited late last year or in the fall of last year to get my hands on it. When it comes to foreign films, I'm so excited to finally announce that it's you know, the pendulum has swung. I think we're completely over the idea that, you know, films are too long or we have to read. I think it, it's finally accepted, even in this limited wide wide release. But it is, it has been accepted as, 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 as film, as like a normal film to watch, right? Hallelujah. More and more each week, I, I'm looking at theaters around the country and around the world in English-speaking countries and seeing what they're showing. And more and more film, foreign films specifically films that are subtitled and not in that, that home language, are, are showing up. And honestly, it's quite the relief. It's quite the relief that it's happening. So to that, I say, let's not turn back. Let's keep it going. With reviewing 
The Handmaiden last year, we were in love with the twists and turns from the movie that led to an explosive conclusion. With Decisions to Leave, we exactly felt the exact same way. The storytelling feels inventive and fresh, and the performances are top-notch. I love to get my hands on the script to, to completely understand what was uh, what was being interpreted from the script by the director or what was in the script in itself. Because sometimes they're the same thing, sometimes they're not. They're not. The story treats POVs and almost plays out like a like one of those old mystery novels, and we're finding out things as as you know our protagonist is, and we we're also able to weave in and out of the lives and the characters and kind of the thought process. It's this weird surreal spin on a film that I, on, a, on a like a thriller film that I haven't experienced before that has nothing to do with like any kind of sci-fi ma- you know like magic tricks or anything like that. It just felt really the choice, the visual choices and the visual language of this film felt very unique to this movie and something that I haven't seen before. Um, and, and I think it really lends to the idea that like, we, we don't know who or what to believe. Like as an audience, we are also out of the loop because we don't know what it is that we're watching yet. And we have to put the, the pieces together as a protagonist does, as that character does, as, as things are presented in front of us. And I think now that I'm even talking about it, I think what actually happens is the movie becomes almost an un, or at least at times because becomes an unreliable narrator and that it fools us into thinking one thing and it takes us into places without us, without the traditional way of, of us, of us getting there, if that makes sense. So it, it kind of plays tricks on us in the end though, this film is a tragedy, no happy endings. And, and <laughs> if I, if I am, feeling a pattern especially from the handmaiden i hope that it continues it actually makes this I, I hope the director really does make a pattern out of making tragedies in this traditional sense because this unhappiness this unrelenting like sadness that happens and, and that we live in feels both rooted in real circumstance and real situation as well as it taking this almost extraordinary turn right like there's always something that you're like this would never happen but yet it it, it feels almost just out of reach like these situations and these characters even or maybe the characters feel are are the bit that's most grounded because we can relate to them we understand the decisions that they have to make no pun intended but the situation feels just out of reach for a normal person so it's interesting it's interesting to watch with of course guys spoilers but with the suicide of one of the characters in the search for her at the very end it's clear that this isn't a story of star-crossed lovers as much as it's an entanglement of, of of lives and loves and without giving too much away sorry i really enjoyed this film and i and how it played out with what we the audience are meant to know and aren't meant to know and the whole surrealism of it all i would say that of a lot of the movies that i've seen in the last year this one truly get, gives an experience for the audience it allows you to feel things and use your senses in ways that not a lot of movies really tap into yeah, it, I think it reminded me of Knives Out, of that, that same feeling that Knives Out gave me, except with a slightly brewed, longer version, you know, like a little bit more depth that gave us the characters and the story something a bit more to go off of. So if you can't tell, of course, I think this movie is required to watch. Again, I think I think there's a lot that we can glean from the from 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 this film that would suggest that the script was really really strong it when it's written or at least co-written by one of the directors or the director it feels like honestly i think if I, when i watch movies that are written and directed by the same person and then i read the script 
especially if it's a script that is that comes out before like a lot of the awards i love to see the differences i love to see what they can what they're pulling off based on what they can see in their head and the the sometimes the freedom that they allow the actors to give or the situation or the budget whatever that may happen that like there's some visual change versus what's on the page but i, I think again no different than like the handmaiden the the visual language is so specific so specific it's so i think from writing to 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 directing to even the acting it's really something to to examine and something to take real part in my my i feel like i have a lot of things i say about a lot of these roles that aren't original but the acting the best thing about the acting was that it was vulnerable it felt like real people and maybe that's because i don't know them as actors in in korea so so i don't have any kind of preconceived notions the same way i do with some of the films that are that are american or or, or english speaking so it was great to see that vulnerability and watch these actors kind of melt away and not have that pre- preconceived notion of of their personas anyways decision to leave is streaming if you have movie in the western countries i don't know where it's streaming otherwise but take a look again for the month of january we are looking at oscar contenders or at least movies that were in conversation for potentially being nominated for the oscars for this year if you have seen this movie i would love to know what you think what am i missing what should people know about this film and furthermore, if you guys, you know, have seen a movie and you're like, this has been talked about for big awards and it makes no sense, why? Or if you're like, I've seen this movie and no one's talking about it, let me know. I'm very interested to hear what your guys' thoughts are. Again, Required Watching is a film club. So if we're not chatting, it's just me talking to a camera. And actually, it's it's not too bad to do that. But I'd much rather talk to people and, and continue conversations about one of the pure joys in life. And that's filmmaking, and television. So, (laughs) that said, have a wonderful rest of your day, guys. Peace.